Good evening, Raider fans. This is the Raider Nation podcast where you get your Raider fix 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yes, anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world. Your Raider news at your fingertips. Yes, from your host, Raider Greg, here on the Raider Nation podcast. Good evening, Raider fans. This is Raider Greg, your host. Yes, once again here at the Raider Nation podcast. We have a great show for you today. We have some items to discuss. It's pretty deep, but I'm sure the Raider fan out there will get the whole show. We're going to be talking about Timmy Brown, yes, retiring as a Raider. We're going to talk a little bit about Raider history. We're talking about promotional days and what they encompass. We'll speak We'll speak a little to the Doug, Doug Gabriel trade rumors, and we'll have some shouts out to some folks. So let's just get this ball rolling and start talking here about Doug Gabriel. Number 85 is on the trading block. It's not a rumor. It's out there, and he's out there. The Raiders are shopping Doug Gabriel, and I don't know what they're shopping him for. Maybe some, hopefully something on the defense, but really in my heart of hearts, I hope they don't get rid of him. He's the fourth man on the receiving squad, but He's a good player, and not only do I say that, but the rest of the NFL analysts also agree that he is ready to have a bust-out season. So he did very well for us last season. He was a team leader in returns at 22.3 yards per carry, also with one touchdown, 85-yard run back, and he played in 12 league games. He was actually pretty pivotal when Porter was injured the couple times he was injured, and he's a great man to put in the slot to give people rest. I, I actually don't think it's bad to keep Doug Gabriel unless they can get someone big for him. That's kind of my two cents. He's a, he's a good player. He's a great kid. He's got great potential. And I hope the Raiders kind of hold on to him unless they get something big for him. And that's kind of what I got to say about that. I'd like to also tell you about our webpage. Please visit our webpage, RaiderNationPodcast.com. There you can vote on Podcast Galley. There's a direct, there's a direct link to there. There's also uh, 4.9, the iTunes, so you can hook up there and listen to us. It'll give you all the details and instructions so that you can hear it. But if you're hearing us, evidently you got it down already. I need that vote, though. People, you got to vote every month for the Raider Nation podcast because we're coming up in the rankings. We were 1,000, now we're at 310. We're working our way up, so something must be happening right for the Raider Nation podcast, and I know what it is. It's you, the Raider fan, the Raider fan that's listening in to get the Raider fix, just like I had to. That's why I started this whole thing to begin with. And I'd like to encourage you to email me with any questions or comments. You want to add some things, you want to take a shout-out to somebody, please Throw the email in. You got my address. I'm right there. I'm just a click and a pick away. And if you put your email in there, I'll shout out happy birthday to anybody you want. Those kind of things, that's what we are. We're a family podcast here at the Raider Nation Podcast. We do things here for the Raider fan because that's what I am, a Raider fan. And I have to say one thing. Yes! Thank you, Raider fans, for getting us on the iTunes directory. Because that was kind of tough to happen, and it happened, and I'm there, my icon's there, and because of you, the fan, putting in, putting in your comments and voting for me, 
I'm back up, I'm way up, and we're continuing to get up in the ratings. So I'd like to thank you for that very much. And a shout-out to Bob Carr of RaiderFans.net. Incidentally, the finest forum I have ever seen. So if you want to talk Raider Talk right now, if you want to speak to other Raider fans and zip your comments across the Internet space, please visit RaiderFans.net. You can customize your site. There's some great fans there. And let me tell you, there's some hardcore thinkers there because there's great ideas. There's a lot of cool information. And you'll just meet some great people. I encourage you to visit that site. Please do. I'm going to speak to you here a little bit about the 66th Mob Promotional Day number 6. First, I'd like to thank my wife and I, Charmaine, would like to thank the Grizz and Nancy for hosting this event. Promotional Day is its like a tailgate. Uh, Raider fans, if you don't know about it, and if you're not a member of a booster club, you should be, and I'm going to encourage you to join a booster club. But right now, I'd just like to say thank you for this party because it was the bomb. Raider Grizz had his house just decked out silver and black. TV's going in the garage. We got Super Bowl showing. We got Raider highlights going. We got memorabilia everywhere. We had Senior Raider there. We had Mob Pimp Raider there. We had Mob Chief from Southern California there. These are fans. These are, you see these guys at every game. They're on national television. They travel. It's a great, great thing. And the Grizz. Thanks so much for having us over. We met a lot of great people. We got an opportunity to talk to the Raider Cast, which is the other um, podcast for the Raiders, which incidentally, let me say, Raider fans, there are 32 teams in the NFL, and there are three podcasts for those 32 teams, one podcast for the Washington Redskins, and two, count them, podcasts for your Oakland Raiders. That tells you a whole lot about the organization, tells you about the character of the fans we have. There are no other fans in the league, I believe, in any sport as dedicated as the Oakland Raider fan. And that is something I am sure of because I have come across it time after time. All right. The promotional day was a big success. We had a great time. There was a lot of things going on on the 4th of July, and a lot of people showed up. It was a great family event. Yes, family. It wasn't a big party for adults. This is a family organization. There's, there are kids who are involved. It was great to have Raider kids there. It was an awesome, awesome thing. Okay. Now, I'm running down this list. You see what I mean? about all the things we have to talk about today, and that was just one of them. This is the big news, because I love watching Tim Brown. And you know what? You could tell that every Raider fan that goes to the game, because I've, I've seen him, and when he played his last game for the Oakland Raiders, we know, no one had a real idea that it was going to be his last game. Everybody was kind of bummed. It was a bummer, you know. It was a, it was kind of a uh, two-edged sword, you know. Timmy was kind of getting to the, the twilight of his career. Uh, he hadn't lost a step really, but they weren't throwing the ball to him because North Turner's offense doesn't. It's not the pick and pull, you know. You know, plunk and pick. It's not the ten and five-yard pass. It's the long ball. Everybody knows that. And Timmy Brown and Jerry Rice knew that their time was was limited there because that was a Gruden offense. 
So Tim Brown did leave, and he went to Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and of course we all know what happened then. But he played 16 years for the Silver and Black and 16 awesome years. First-round draft pick in 1988, Timmy was a great player. He came out of Notre Dame, and he was a Heisman Trophy winner. Okay, so Timmy Brown was a class act, 16 seasons, 240 games for the Silver and Black. That is a franchise record. 1,094 catches, third most in NFL history, 14,934 receiving yards. Whoa. Uh, you know, I just don't even know how to, uh, that says it all. Whoa. Second most. In the NFL, only to Jerry Rice. 100 receiving touchdowns, tied for third most in NFL history. Nine Pro Bowl selections. Nine straight seasons of at least 1,000 yards receiving. A streak of 175 straight starts for the Silver and Black. That's the most unbelievable most unbelievable. He's almost a certain shoe-in for the Hall of Fame. I don't want to say that too loud, but this guy better get in the Hall of Fame, or we're going to have a Hall of Fame riot, and I ain't kidding about that. Brown will be the first to be eligible for the Hall of Fame in 2010, a, a class that is expected to include Emmett Smith. So... You know what? We'll celebrate. Well, we'll celebrate. We'll be celebrating. Gosh, let me get the marbles out of my mouth. Uh, Timmy Brown's 39th birthday on the July 22nd. So on July 22nd, everybody hold up a beer to Timmy because it is his birthday. He signed with the Raiders one day so he could retire as an Oakland Raider. And you know, a touching moment I just like to say, Raider fans, was being at the game when Tampa Bay played, when Timmy was introduced. You know, aside from all the booze that Gruden got because he did wear his black little outfit like he used to wear for the Raiders. I don't know why he was wearing black. I don't know, maybe it was some kind of a, a nudge or whatever. But he got booed, too, and everybody else got booed. But when they said Timmy Brown's name, he got a standing ovation. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And the other moment, man, it was so killer, was when he made a touchdown for the opposing team in our Coliseum and he got a standing ovation and a row of cheers, and he threw up his hands, and he, he, he took a bow, and that was just a great moment. I think that was probably one of the best moments he probably had. I would have to say I'd love to talk to him about that moment and how he felt. But it was a great moment as a fan to see that, that, that appreciation from all the Oakland Raider fans for Timmy Brown. Awesome. Awesome player. I don't need to say much more about that, but it was a, it was a great thing. All right, Raider fans, October nineteenth, nineteen ninety seven, Raider history. Napoleon Kaufman runs rushes for two hundred and twenty seven yards to propel the Oakland Raiders past the undefeated Denver Broncos, twenty eight to twenty five. Yes, that was a year that Elway took them all the way to the playoffs. And, yes, the Oakland Raiders with a huge stumbling block once again to our rival, Denver Donkeys. And in that game that we beat them in, Jeff George was our quarterback, and he threw, let me tell you, 
12 times, and he completed nine balls for the Oakland Raiders to win. It took Napoleon Kaufman. And they shut down Terrell Davis so hard that he didn't know what hit him. He came to the other our sidelines to shake hands with the defense and to tell them, you guys did a heck of a job. He averaged 3.7 yards per carry, total of 85 rushing yards. Elway was sacked three times. There's a defense. There's the Oakland Raiders' brutal defense showed through in this game. Just a little Oakland Raider history for you young Raider fans that might not know a little bit about these kind of games because these are huge events when you go to them. I just wanted to share that with you. Now I'm going to go to an interview I had with Grizz Jones, the president and the godfather of the 66 mob, who is whole entire goal is to bring the Raider Nation together under one blanket so that we all have one voice. Because believe it or not, Raider fans, booster clubs throughout the nation and the world are starving for the Oakland Raiders to give them a little bit of love. Not the fact that they don't know. Oakland Raiders just aren't, they don't know how to do it. It's not that they don't want to give you any love, booster clubs. There's no bad thing here. They've been unable to touch all the booster clubs. They've been unable to organize. But now we have the Raider Nation podcast, which can touch all fans anywhere, any time of the day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, for your Raider fix. This is the venue, Raider fans, that we can connect with. And what I'm talking about here is it doesn't matter if you're in D.C., it doesn't matter if you're in Michigan. It really doesn't matter if you're in Chicago. Because if you think your voice doesn't count, you are so wrong, it's not funny. And I'm going to give some people some numbers. I'm going to give you guys some numbers where you can call, and I'll explain to you what it's all about. And I just want you to listen to this interview, and maybe it'll uh, clue you into what's happening here in the local area, in the Bay Area, with the Oakland Raiders, and the kind of situation that we have going on here. It's all about the love because Grizz is trying to bring all sides together because everybody knows that the Raiders left and they went to L.A., right? Well, that hurt a lot of feelings, and when they came back, well, you know, it's hard to mend those wounds sometimes. It's like family members, and we all know what that's all about. You get hurt, and everybody gets all emotional. Well, that's kind of what's happening here, and the Grizz is just there to bring everybody together, and I just hope you enjoyed the interview. So with no further ado, here it is. Okay, well, we're recording, so whatever this turns out, because I am not an AV geek. Are you able to critique it? I'm able to critique it. Good. I'm able to t take stuff out. My brother-in-law is the AV geek. Sorry, Al, but he does all the work, <laughs> and he's in Southern California, and he does all this for me, because he's done it since I've been sick and on my back. Right. So since I'm going to go to surgery and stuff like that, he's really been supportive, because I'm a passionate Raider fan. I found out I was going to miss the first three games of the season. It just tears me up. If I could postpone it to the end of the season, I would. But mm -hmm. you got to work just like everybody else. Right. So here I am. Cool. With the ultimate Raider, I must say. Oh. Grizz Jones, godfather of the 66 mob. And it's an honor to be invited to his home. Let me just say, Raider fans, a gentleman, without a doubt, uh, wife, Absolutely gorgeous, plus personality to boot. Raider fans, if you're making one of these, you're losing out, I'm telling you right now. 
Anyways, Grish, can you tell us a little bit about the history of the mob, please, so that people around the nation know what's going on here? Sure. Uh, well, just to give everyone a, a quick heads up, the 66 mob, our base of operations is on the corner of 667 and Coliseum Way, which is in front of the north gate of the Oakland Coliseum. That area is now called Mob Alley. The 66 mob started its roots with two people my lady Nancy and myself doing all-night tailgates and being the first to do all-night tailgates around the Coliseum with the exception of a few motorhomes being parked at the motorhome gate but they don't tailgate, they go home and leave it there. So it was Nancy and I that started the overnight tailgates. Uh, it was a good quiet time for she and I because no one else was out there. We'd get there before 12 midnight the night before on a Saturday night and the next, uh, the, the Raider fans that started showing up after us was like 3.34 in the morning. One thing led to another, <clears throat> and the local media in Oakland found out about these two Raider fans getting out the night before, so they started to come out doing interviews. Then the Raider fans are sitting home on a Saturday night watching sports on KTVU Channel 2, and uh, I forgot if Channel 7 came out there. There's a few different media outlets that came out there. Started doing little interviews with us. And after a year or two of us doing this, more and more Raider fans started getting them the night before. They'd come up to where Nancy and I were sitting, introduce themselves, saying they'd seen us on TV. One thing led to another. On 667 Call CM Way, it became tradition for people to get them the night before and start telegating. Now at every gate of the Oakland Call CM, it's the norm. So that's how the 66 mob started. Very cool. Very cool. It's a great thing that you started tradition. Because since the Oakland Raiders came back home, it's been tradition. Correct. It's come back. Uh, the spirit of the Raiders has come back to the Bay Area big time. Uh, I know that you have a petition that's been out there and circulating. I've encouraged our, re our listeners to look at and read your petition because I've read it. Right. I'm passionate about it. Believe me, Raider fans, when you read it, if you go to the games, if you even know somebody who goes to the games, Every issue that you have in there about the tickets and the way things are done, it's all laid out. We're not dogging anybody. It's not about dogging anybody. What it's about is getting the Raider fans together as a Raider nation and a voice to just let the Raiders organization know that we're here to support them. Correct and to give them all the support we can and help them to make the Raider game a better experience for every fan. Well put. And that's my goal, and I know it's been Grizz Jones' goal Correct. to do the same thing. And I hope that through this medium, if not anything else, because if this medium goes away, I will still be visiting the 66 mob tailgate every game <laughs> because these are great fine people, and just the kind of people you see at the Oakland Raiders. Thank you. And uh, my hat's off to you for all the hard work you do. Can you tell me, how many, how long has it been you've been trying to get information from the Oakland Raiders? How long has it taken for you to talk to somebody? Um, well, it all depends. See, there's, there's different fronts we're dealing with. There's being the fan, just being an avid Raider fan and, and trying to always find out how players are doing and injury-wise, how the progress is. That's uh, all Raider fans dream. Then there's the political aspect of it. The political aspect is striving to find out what the Raiders' short-term and long-term goals are with the city of Oakland and the fans. 
uh, with the current ticket situation. So that's the second front. And another front is also dealing with the city of Oakland and the county of Alameda, who've created a body of people called the Joint Powers Authority. They're the ones that are in charge of all Coliseum-related events, including the current PSL system that we're ending after the 2005 season. <clears throat> with that said, from from the PSL perspective, we've been striving to make a uh, impression with the Raiders organization, the city, from the 2004 off-season run. In terms of being a Raider fan, we've been we've been striving to make an impression. And we have made an impression on the local community of Oakland, the homeless population, the Raiders organization, Raider fans nationwide since the 6-6 mob started by creating an international venue on Mob Valley where Raider fans have come the night before, two nights before now. The best place to be part of every Raiders home game. We feed homeless people. We work with the city of Oakland. The Oakland Police Department have nothing but high respect for us. They check up on us. So we've created this system just from two people originally uh, following their passion. Originally, Nancy and I just went out there to follow her passion, look at it as a camping trip the night before. Now it's turned into a nationwide networking that we didn't imagine, but it's unbelievable, and we're seeing the results of it locally, nationwide, with these PD days. So there are several fronts for addressing the Raiders and the city of Oakland and the Raider fans. Absolutely wonderful. Can you get a load of that, fans? Here's someone here spending their personal time not only feeding their family and going to work and taking care of business, but taking the passion that he has, and Nancy as well, and putting that to work for you. For you. Yes, exactly. that's right. Well, because please. when you come to the game, the benefits of all of us being active in the Raiders organization, I'm talking about boosters from Kentucky to Pennsylvania to Texas to Washington, D.C., to to uh, the North Northwest Raiders all across the land, Raider. Let me tell you, you're not alone. You're listening to this podcast. There are many of you out there. We need to join together yes. and make it better. As fans, as friends, I'm telling you, it's a network that deserves your attention. So I just want to, one more time, thank you so much for your hospitality. I thank you for all the time you've given to me. And God bless you and your family. And we will be seeing you out there this season. You're very welcome. Have a great day and go Raiders. Go Raiders! Okay, Raider fans, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Grizz Jones, what a gentleman. A genuine person, a very, very cool individual, and his heart is all in the Oakland Raiders. You can hear it in his voice. He's dedicated to the team. And I just want to mention this, Raider fans, that... Visiting his site, you will see a petition that he has drawn up with input all over the country about what the Oakland Raiders can do to help bridge the gap, you know, with the fans. Please visit www.the66thmob.com and you'll see all the crazy Raiders there, they got great pictures. Plus, you'll see the petition. Also, you'll see there on the fan, on, on the on the webpage, some phone numbers and things. I'm going to share those with you after I go over this next PD day. I want to shout out this because it's big time. On August 6, 2005, 12 noon and on, at the Lamplighter Sports Bar, owned by The Duck, at 3600 
Bel Air Plaza, Napa, California, 94558. There's going to be a heck of a tailgate. It's a tailgate. It's a pre-game tailgate because, you know, right around the corner, they have their training facilities for the Oakland Raiders. So that's the uh, the place that they they go and they have training camp in the preseason. I mean, before preseason. Boy, am I tongue-tied or what? Anyways, this event's $10 cover charge for anyone that's over the age of five. Includes all-you-can-eat barbecue. There's an hourly raffle. There's DJ. There's music, dancing, pool, silent auction. It's a sports bar. It's a great sports bar. It's a great environment. It's kid-friendly. Bring your kids. It's not going to be no, you know, bar scene. It's a, it's a great family event. Please come. Show your support. Learn about what you can do to help the Raiders organization. Come and meet Grizz Jones. Come and meet people. There could be some potential special guests because we're right there, so you never know. If you miss this, you're going to miss a lot because all roads lead to Napa, California, and you can get there. So make your plans now to attend this event. Open your eyes. The season's coming. The hardcore Raider fans started off. Those are all your booster club presidents and secretaries. Those guys are always looking at the Raider situation and planning these events. There's events coming from D.C. all the way across the country, Northwest Raiders up there doing their thing, Los Angeles Raiders down there doing their thing. Everybody's doing their pregame setups, and as the season gets closer, the fans start to roll in. Well, I'm telling you, Raider fans, as you connect to the Raider Nation podcast, you should also be connecting to a booster club. It's very, very important because this is where you're going to have more fun ever as a Raider fan. If you're a Raider fan in Philly and you're out there by yourself, <laughs> that's hostile territory, brother. you got to be out there. If you're out there, you better be with your gang members. And I'm talking about the Oakland Raider gang. I'm talking about the Oakland Raider Nation. And, and it's not a gang, and I don't want you to get the wrong idea, because that's not what it's about. It's about family. Unbelievable. I, I can't believe how many people I've heard say, Oh, I'm not going to the Coliseum. It's scary. It's so, it's so funny. It's comical, because it's the coolest place to go. I've never been anywhere where you're like, Oh, gosh, we forgot the buns. And you turn away, and just because you said to somebody else, a pack of buns comes flying from another tailgate. That's how it is, Raider fans. You guys know anybody who's been to the game, anybody who's been to a tailgate. So I encourage you all to come to PD7. I will be there. Let me take a picture. Let me talk to you and put you on the podcast. You can be out here, yes, live, talking on the PC with me. One more reminder, Raider fans, I want to remind you of the Raider Nation celebration, August 28th. That is where you can show your support for the team. Now, the Raiders are putting on a special event at the Oakland Coliseum just for the fans. This is kind of unprecedented now. They're opening the door up just a little bit. we got to show them our appreciation because, you know what? If we show them a, a number, a big number of fans at this event, they're going to have more of them because they're going to see the benefit of throwing these things for the Raider fans and how much better it's going to be for everybody. It's a great venue. I'll give you more details as soon as I get them, but it's a thing that the Grizz wants you to show up at because he's going to be there. 
Come and meet him. Talk to him. Shake his hand. Because I'm telling you, I don't know anybody that puts the time in. The free time. This guy feeds his family. He works hard. And putting in this much energy into the Raiders, you got to love the guy. Because I do. I can't believe how much energy he puts into him. But that's what we're here to do, Raider fans. Prop each other up and keep things going. Hats off to RaiderCast, Raider Dave, Raider John. Thank you. It was great meeting you at the 66th Mob Party, uh, PD6. Uh, I, I wish you the best of luck on your podcast. Yes, Raider fans, that's the other podcast. Please visit them. Give them some props as well. They're very good people, and they need your support as well. So that's about it for the show tonight. Oh, man, that was a long one, huh? Well, I just want to remind all of you fans that there's a lot of issues going on, and as the, as the games get closer, as, as the season draws near, and you start to hear the autumn wind, because right now they're playing it on TV right here, and you sitting there doing something in your house, and boom, your neck turns around, you look at the TV, and there the Raiders are selling tickets. And there's a couple cool things happening about season tickets this year. Um... So stay tuned because the news will be coming right here on the Raider Nation podcast. And don't forget, fans, wear your silver and black because no matter where you are, you better believe the Raiders, they are coming back. Good night now. <laughs>